Most people who try to start an online business, they feel like it's just this huge mountain to climb. They're overwhelmed by the sheer number of things that are involved with getting their business up and running. It could be the technical things that hold them back. It could be the sales process that stresses them out. It could just be the fact that they're afraid to be on camera or create content or share their ideas with the world. The problem is, is that they don't make any progress. So what I want to do today is boil online business down to its essence and give you the straightest, fastest path to making your first $1,000 online. In fact, I'm calling this the lazy person's guide to your first $1,000 online. I'm trying to help you out. This will give you step-by-step -step plan that you can actually follow and you can ignore most of the other stuff for now. So let's go make some money quickly and then we can worry about all the fun stuff after that. Sound good? Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 156 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Who else? Hope you're doing so well today. Uh, I'm excited for this episode because this is going to be very action-oriented, step-by-step plan. We're going to get you to $1,000 the lazy way. And it's not really like you sit around and just manifest $1,000. You actually have to do something, but we're going to give you the clearest path where you can ignore a lot of the other extraneous stuff and you can just focus on going from zero to money quickly and more directly. And I also think what we're going to do in this process is build a little bit of confidence and build up those chops so that if you want to scale your online business to something of a greater magnitude than $1,000 or something more passive and automated, you're going to have that self-belief that you can do it because ultimately that's so important as I'm finding out. It doesn't matter how many great tactics I give people. If they don't believe they can do it, guess what? They don't do it. So what I want to do before we dive in is give you a companion guide to this episode. It's my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. So if you're interested in making money in the next 30 days, download this now. It's free. Go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart to get my 30-day online income jumpstart guide. This is going to give you a little bit more detail to what I'm covering today. It's going to be a week-by-week, step-by-step uh, framework for the next four weeks. And it's going to give you more of the technical stuff you need to pull this off as well if you're overwhelmed by that. So some technical recommendations, some tools that are free, easy to use, and then some more specifics there as well. So download the guide. It's a companion guide to this episode. I think it'll help you out. GrahamCochran.com slash jumpstart. If you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, if you're watching the video on YouTube, I'll link to it below in the description as well. So let's get into the lazy person's guide to $1,000 online. There's two parts to this process. So part one is going to be finding your idea and part two is going to be launching your offer. And I'll tell you straight up that the fastest way to make money online, the fastest way to get your $1,000, the lazy way to do it is actually to do one-on-one -on -one coaching. Now, this might not sound lazy, but it is. Instead of having to go out and build a big audience, um, create a ton of content, uh, write emails, write a sales page for that matter, the, the laziest, most effortless way to make money is to figure out what real people want in the market and then go find two to three of them that you can help directly for a small fee and work with them directly. It's just the proven path to do it quickly. So 
I'm going to break this down into two steps. If you already know your idea, then part two is going to be, step two is going to be the part of this episode that's going to be meaningful to you. If you're at the very beginning and you never made money online or never had a business, then both parts are important. So let's start with part one, which is finding your idea. And we have to start with your self. You have to be selfish. What are you passionate about? What are you good at? What do you like doing? What do you like talking about? What do you like helping people with? You want to create a list and you could do this quickly. You could do this while we're having this conversation. Pull out your phone, get out a piece of paper, a Google doc, and just write out every passion you have. My list would include football, Star Wars, uh, pizza, donuts, travel, um, music, uh, investing, personal finance, um, the beach, etc. Right, and then get more specific with skills, knowledge. Okay, so my list might include music, singing, songwriting, music recording, business, YouTube, um, like podcasting, um, managing money, investing. Um, lifestyle design, parenting, marriage. I'm not like the world's expert at any of those things, but I've been married for almost 17 years. I've got two kids. I've been parent for almost 13 years. So I have some experience there. I've learned a lot of what not to do, um, right? Just write all those things down, the things that you know, the things that you, you could help somebody with. Don't think of it through the lens of what am I an expert on? Rid your brain of that word. Expertise is not what we're looking for. We're look for, looking for experience. What have you had experience helping people do or experience doing yourself? Um, what skills have you accumulated over the years that you're interested in? Doesn't matter if you think that other people think they're valuable at this point, just get selfish with that list. And once you have that list, you, then you need to do a little bit of research. There's the 101 and there's the 201. The 101 is like, hey, is there a market for this? This is kind of easy. Like, are people paying for stuff related to this? And you can search on Amazon. Are there books being published on this subject? You can search on Facebook. Are there Facebook groups, like affinity groups around this subject? For example, one of my brothers-in-law is a Yamaha motorcycle mechanic, and there's Facebook groups around DIY fixing your own bike and your own Yamaha motorcycles. No, I'm sorry, not Yamaha. He's Honda. If he listens to this, Cody would be like, bro, it's Honda. Uh, my dad used to ride Yamaha bikes, but like Honda bike motorcycle enthusiasts, like there's affinity groups around that. You know what? He's built a business helping Honda motorcycle enthusiasts fix their own bikes. It's called Motorcycle MD. But he knew there was an audience for it. A, he was in that audience himself. So that's another great way to build a business is build a business for people that like you because you already know there's a target market. But he knows there's affinity groups on it. And... um and just through all that research, like what books are being published, what Facebook groups are out there, what are there YouTube channels on this subject? Are there podcasts on this subject? Yes, these would be your competition, but it rid your brain of that word as well. Competition is a relatively pointless word. Um, if there's other people doing it and there's a lot of people spending money in this area, that means it is a proven market. That's a great type of business to build around, right? Don't build a business on an unproven market. It could be profitable, but it's likely not going to be. So make it easy on yourself, build a business around a topic or an area that people are already spending money on. So that's sort of the broad view research 101, like, hey, are people spending money in this market? Are people interested in this? That'll tell you a lot. Research 201 is like the microcosm of that. What do real people 
struggle with or want when it comes to that topic or niche. And you only know this by talking to them. So you could lurk a bit more in a Facebook group and sort of see what questions people ask and see some threads and some conversations going on. But the best way is to just have those conversations yourself and you can get on social media, whatever platform you have, it does not matter. Um, wherever you have any kind of audience or people that you could instantly connect with and ask them questions like, hey, I'm looking to do some content or help some, coach some people around the area of you know, weight loss or um, learning how to speak Spanish or whatever it is. If you've ever wanted to do that or ever wanted results in that area, what's been one of your biggest struggles with it? Or, or on the other side of that coin, what's your biggest hope and dream when it comes to that? Um, and have them private message you if it's a sensitive topic by nature or help have them just leave a comment below your post if, if you want to. Just ask people. People love sharing their opinion. Social media is a great tool for just polling your audience. Even if your audience is 500 people, 500 friends on Facebook, just talk to people, either with an official poll or just post and ask a question. Start conversations with real people. You'd be surprised how much you learn from talking to real people about this. A couple of tools that will help you dive deeper if you do get some answers from these conversations with people are um, answerthepublic.com. It's a great tool to type in a topic like weight loss or music production or online business or English as a second language or whatever it would be. And then it's going to populate this beautiful tree that visually branches out on all the different subtopics people are asking about that um, and typing into search bars and searching the internet for it. So you, you get a quick pulse on what the public wants to know about any given topic or niche. So as you're figuring out that there is a market for one of your ideas or one of your skills, answer the public is a great tool to dive deeper. And then just youtube.com or the Google search bar, both of the search bars, especially if you are in a private browser or incognito browser in Chrome, let's say, for example, where it's ignoring any search history or any cookies that you have. So it's a blank slate, not based off of your own interest and what you've clicked on. If you start typing in your subject or niche in that search bar, you're going to get auto-populated suggestions of searches. And those search suggestions that Google's making or YouTube is making are based on actual data that real people are typing into Google and YouTube. So you get a real sense of what real people are looking for on the internet. All of that. I mean, you could spend a day doing this and just get gobs of clarity and information on whether there's a market for your idea. So, right, so we started with like what we're interested in, what we're good at, what we like, and we're trying to find, do other people care? Are other people struggling in this area enough to, to pay for advice or help? Do, other, do people have dreams big enough that they're willing to pay for advice or help to achieve those dreams? And you'd be surprised that the answer is yes to almost every kind of crazy niche. There's bigger markets than others, but look, if I've been able to build a multi-million dollar business around music recording for broke musicians, then anything's possible. So it does not have to be weight loss or making money or some of these big, or relationships Those are probably the three biggest niches, right? It does not have to be one of those three, although those are great niches to be in because there's so much money in them. Um, it can be a hobbyist, micro niche or niche, if you prefer to call it like that. Uh, and you can still make plenty of money, but you just use these tools to figure out what the struggles are. And here's what I want you to get from this finding your idea step. I want you to know the top three pain points that this target person has. What are the top three pain points from your research? 
I don't think there's a right or wrong answer, but the more people you interact with, either from afar or directly, the more clarity you're going to get on what are the top three pain points related to losing weight, if that's your niche, or related to making a recording sound professional at home, or related to starting an online business. What are the top three pain points? Write those down. And then also next to that, write down the top three desires or dreams that people have. And be as specific as you can discover. So losing weight might be a top three dream for a weight loss niche, but like how much and what's specific? Is it really just losing weight or is there a dream behind the dream? Like what's the why behind it? Um, have you discovered that people just want to look attractive? And that's, that's a huge dream. And so weight loss is part of that. Um, what is it, right? Um, in the music recording space, I learned years ago that my target market really wanted to make a professional sounding recording, one that sounds just as good as what they were streaming on Spotify or hearing on the radio. Um, one that their friends go, wow, did you do that in a real studio? They wanted that moment of like, wow, sounds like you went to a real studio, but they want to do it at home and on a budget. And they don't want a lot of really highly technical advice. They want simple steps to achieve it. Uh, they don't want to spend a lot of money. Uh, they want it to sound professional uh, and they want it to be simple. And so I learned that they don't want to necessarily be famous um, or sell a ton of copies of their music. What they just really wanted was that feeling of, wow, this sounds just as good as what I hear on the radio. And that's what I focused my entire business, the Recording Revolution, around. Top three pain points, top three desires. That's part one, finding your idea. And that's the most important part. That might take you a few days. That might take you a week. But you can figure this stuff out pretty quickly. And if your research is telling you that no one really seems to care about your passion for eating pizza, which is one of my passions, by the way, then move on to a different one of your passions or skills and go through the same process again of the 101 research, the 201 research, finding out those top three pain points, top three desires and dreams. You're eventually going to find crossover for one of the things you're good at or know something about that you're interested in that other people would pay for. You're going to figure that out quickly. So part two is launching your coaching offer. And so this is the fastest way, the laziest way to make $1,000 online is to not build a website or build a bunch of stuff or build a bunch of content or write some sales copy or an email funnel or put out YouTube videos or start a podcast or you know, that, that all takes work. <laughs> it, it's worth it to build an automated business, which I'm a big fan of. Um, the work I've put into starting all this stuff over the years has allowed me to scale my income and reduce my work hours. But if you just want to like proof of concept, make $1,000 the lazy way, you want to do some one-on-one -on -one coaching. And so here's what we want to do. Five steps. Ready? Number one, you want to build a simple landing page. So this is not a whole website. This is a landing page. And a landing page is exactly what it sounds like. It is a single page. It doesn't have a menu. It doesn't have anything but basic information on who you are, who you help, and what the offer is and next step is. Who you are, who you help, what you help them do, okay? So it's, it's, it, this is, as you've done the research, you're going to have the answers to these questions. Who are you? And if it, this is really simple. If you're helping people with their business, you're a business coach. If you help people lose weight, you're a weight loss coach. If you're helping people um, 
with their relationships or the marriage, you're a relationship coach. Coach, If you help people with parenting young children, you're a parenting coach, okay? So just briefly say who you are, who you help. You don't even have to say who you are if you wanna skip that part. What matters really is who you help. I help people who want to lose weight and get what result. What do you help them do? You're com- some of these are combined, right? I help women, I help middle-aged women, or I help 30-plus-year-old women, or I help millennial women, or whatever, lose weight, feel confident, and be as attractive as they possibly can, right? So that's who you're helping and what you're helping them do. There's some aspirational stuff in there, right? So if you take what you've learned from your research, and you can put it all into one sentence, but you combine avoiding a pain point and achieving one of the target dreams or desires that you've discovered for them, and then being clear on who you're helping. And if you can niche down, great. Um, So for example, the recording revolution, my first business, I help home studio musicians make professional sounding recordings on a budget. Very simple, right? Who do I help? Home studio musicians. Okay, so these are musicians who have a home recording studio or want a home recording studio. That, in my target market, that narrows it down. People know who I'm talking to and who I'm not talking to. I'm not talking to people who have a full-time studio. I'm not talking to professional touring musicians. I'm not talking to audio engineers who are people who learn the craft of audio production. I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to musicians who have a home studio, home studio musician. So I've narrowed it down and I help them make professional sounding recordings on a budget. There's the aspirational side, recordings that sound professional, on a budget without having to spend a lot of money. So I avoided a pain point and I got them a desired result all in one sentence. It's not very creative, but it's very clear. So for example, right now, um, and I pull it up on my phone, uh, like my Instagram bio is Instagram. This is like an example of one sentence. I help online business owners earn more while working less. Okay, so in that one sentence, I'm saying I help who? Business owners? No, online business owners is a little more specific. And I help them do what? Achieve one result, earn more money. So I help online business owners scale because I'm I really good at scaling online business while working less. Ooh, that's a distinction. So that's either by avoiding working more because that's part of what separates me is I'm very interested in helping you scale your business, but work as few hours as possible. There's other gurus that'll tell you how to make more money, but they're gonna want you to 10X everything you're doing and spend more time and hustle harder and just put out gobs and gobs and gobs and gobs of content all day, every day and be on social media and, and do TikTok dances. I'm not that guy. So I'm the guy that helps you scale your business without any doing all that crap. I'm helping you scale your business while working less. That's one way of saying it. I try a couple of different ways of saying it, but the point is, is you in one sentence on this simple website, again, it's not a whole website, the landing page, a simple page, explain who you help, what you help them do. Graham, now you're talking about technical stuff, landing page. Okay, this is where that guide I told you about earlier will really come into handy. GrahamCochran.com slash jumpstart, it's free. Got a couple of technical recommendations. There are tons of free landing page software tools now that can help you build a simple page for free. So you don't even have to necessarily have a landing page. This could be your social media profile, okay? We'll get there in a second. But ideally, if you can have a simple page 
if you want to get technical, you could buy a $12 domain name that can point to that page that just, uh, there's a picture of you, who you help, what you help them do, and then next step, their call to action, right? Which we'll talk about in a minute. Okay, so the landing page, more again, more details in the, in the, the guide. Number two, your email. Set up your email address and signature. So if you have an email address for this business, great. If you don't, create a new one. It could even be a Gmail address. It doesn't really matter, but have an email that's somewhat related to what you do. Um, and then have a signature in that email or just take your current email address. And just change your signature. If your email is, you know, Cochran at gmail.com or whatever, just update the signature at the bottom of every email that says, oh, now you're a weight loss coach. I help millennial women lose, lose weight, feel more attractive and gain their confidence back without whatever, 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 like crazy fads or diets or whatever. That's in your signature and then have a, a link to your landing page for more information about that or whatever. So what we're doing is subtly updating our interactions. We're creating a landing page, ideally, that just says who we help, what we help them do in the next step, which I'll tell you what the next step is in a minute. You're going to your current real estate where you already have online. Think of where you already are online. Your email is already there online. Just update your email signature. Do you know that my personal email account, the moment my book dropped, I updated my signature to say that I'm an author of this book and they can buy the book. And it was number one new release in entrepreneurs, entrepreneurship on Amazon and top 10 books on entrepreneurship on Amazon. Like I put that in the signature so that when I'm even emailing my insurance agent for my homeowner's insurance or getting back to, you know, the electric company or whatever I'm doing, people can see that I'm an author of this book. And if they're interested, they can click over, right? So put it there because you already have that real estate and your email address and signature. Number three, update your social media profiles. So Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you are, who you are now, just, just, let's just reframe it. Delete your old profile and then put a clear profile again. I help who achieve what? I help who achieve what? And it could say, if you want to be more specific, weight loss coach, I help so-and-so achieve this without this pain point, right? And then you could link to your landing page again for more details. So now we're updating that real estate, all your Facebook profile, any profile, LinkedIn profile, update it all to focus on this. That's step number three. Step number four, create a coaching application. Again, free tools. Use Google Form, um, which is free. Uh, Typeform might have a free version, but SurveyMonkey might have a free version. But Google, if you have a Google account, Google Forms are free. And create a simple form, which is going to be a questionnaire with questions that they have to answer. And it's going to collect their name, their email address, maybe their phone number, uh, and then you're going to want to just write down some qualifi qualifying questions. This is very simple. You want to ask what results are they looking to get? What are their goals in the next six to 12 months related to the topic? So if, if it's weight loss, what are your weight loss goals in the next six to 12 months? Ask a question like, if I could wave a magic wand and make anything possible for you when it relates to your weight loss goals, what would that be? Um, if you could change anything about your weight, what would it be? Ask questions that help reveal for, the, for them what we looked at in the research section before of what are their top three pain points, top three desires and dreams. We want to know what their biggest pain point is and what their biggest dream is in the next six to 12 
months. There's a lot of questions you could ask here, but the point is just to get them to verbalize what they really want and what they really want to avoid and what would make them feel like they've seen progress in their journey. Ask them questions about, are they committed to their success if they were to work with you? Would they be committed to coming to each and every call? Would they be committed to actually applying what you teach and coach them to do in the calls? And ask them if they're committed to investing financially in themselves. These questions are really just psychological to just remind them that if we're gonna enter into a coaching agreement, and again, this is just an application, it's on you to get results. Not on me, the coach. It's not me to, 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 to force it on you. It's on you to get out of it what you want. So it's gonna get them thinking about that. And it's also framing it in such a way that you as the coach aren't just willing to work with anybody. You really only work with people who are committed, which makes it seem a bit more exclusive and make, puts the onus back on them where they actually want to coach with you or be coached by you because it's, it's not so easy, right? You're playing a little hard to get. So just make a simple application. There are ways to make a really killer coaching application. Don't worry about that right now. Just ask, get to the bottom what results they want, what pains they want to avoid. What have they tried in the past? That's another good question. And how committed are they to investing time and money in themselves to achieve these dreams, right? It's just a barrier for them. It's friction. It gets them to self-explore a bit and gives you a starting point. Create that application in a Google form. And then that's the call to action that you put on your simple one-page landing page or that you put in your social media profiles. Who you are, who you help, what you help them do, get started by applying for coaching. And what I would do on social media is, is post out, look, I'm looking for two more coaching clients right now. Two more coaching clients. I'm looking to work with two millennial women um, who want to lose 20 pounds or more or 10 pounds or more uh, in, the, you know, uh, in the next 90 days um, and build their confidence and feel more attractive or whatever it is. Like you're, you're now putting out to the world on social that you're accepting applications and you're looking for two more people to work on this kind of thing with. And what you're gonna do is invite them, say, hey, look, this is who I am, this is who I help people do. And if you wanna know more about what it would look like to work with me, fill out the application. You're just trying to get some applications in because then when people apply, you can follow up with them if they meet the initial criteria, which they probably will. And you can start to have conversations because you invited them to apply and now it won't be you cold calling people. It's just you following up with the warm leads of people who applied. And you say, hey, I saw your application come through. It looks great. Would you be willing to jump on a 30 minute, quick 30 minute call? Love to ask you some more questions about your goals and, and see if I can help you, right? So then you're getting someone on a, on a Zoom call for 30 minutes just to literally do exactly what you said, get to know them and, and, and say, hey, it says on your application, you want to achieve this. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about that. And then when they tell you more, ask the, the greatest coaching question of all time, right? And what else? And what else? And just see where the conversation goes. So they're having an experience with you. They're having some self-discovery. You're taking notes. You're getting more clarity on what success would look like for them, which is gonna help you know if you can deliver that success or help them that success. And then what you're gonna offer them, if you feel like this is a person you would like to work with, is really simple. 
you want to land, your goal is to land two $500 coaching packages, two $500 coaching clients. And by $500, I just mean $500 total. That could mean five calls and they're functionally $100 a piece. That could mean 10 calls. They're functionally $50 a piece. I don't care how many calls you offer. You decide what you feel like is a fair price, but the package should be no less than $500. And you work with them for a period of time, okay? Three to six months, let's say. So if three months is a good starting point for you, you could do a call a week. That could be 12 calls. It could be 10 calls during those three months. It could be six calls during those three months. And you do two calls a month doesn't really matter. What matters is that you just land a $500 coaching client and you do get two of them. And then you just serve them powerfully however you want in those coaching calls. And you're building out the content as you go based off of what you're learning about them and what they need help with. And each call will help dictate the next call. Whatever progress you make in the first call, whatever you discover, whatever insights come to you in the first call are going to help you know what to offer them in terms of like, hey, in between our calls, I'm going to give you um, some of these resources. I, I put together a PDF for you, or here's a meal plan, or here's um, some strategies that I want you to try between our next call. And, and you can give them all the resources you want based off of what you've seen work for your own life and what you've helped people do in the past for free. Give them resources, create resources, create documents. It's not hard to do, but each call, you're just going to simply, again, find out what's been working for them, where are they stuck, how can you help them today, and you're just going to hold their hand through this process. And you're going to do whatever it takes to get them results. And your goal is just to get two $500 clients total, make $1,000, build out the content as you go. And what you're functionally doing, my friend, and we're going to wrap up here, is you're getting paid to research. That's it. You're getting paid to research because you know you can help these people because you've started with something that you're loosely good at. And you know you can help these people because you've seen their application and you've jumped on a 30-minute call with them and discovered what they need help with and you've determined like, yeah, I could help you do that. And then you go help them. And if it gets hard, find a way to help them. If it's not working, find a way to help them. Ask more questions, spend more time with them, get them incredible results where they feel like they're getting way more than $500 of value. Um, but you're getting paid to do research. Deep, deep research. Serving people and coaching people is the ultimate form of research because you actually get to test things out, interact with them in depth over a long period of time. And then all of that data is going to help you build out a content business, an online business, where you're able to do your podcast or your YouTube channel or your blog posts and write emails and come up with a course and come up with a membership because you're going to have so much more insight into the inner workings of your ideal target market that's going to make everything else flow so much easier. That's it. Now, if you felt like at the beginning of this episode, I said, this is going to be the lazy person's guide to $1,000 online, I was just going to tell you to buy the latest cryptocurrency or put tiny ads, you know, out on the internet. There's a good, like that, that's what I used to think of as lazy income. This sounds like probably a lot of work. Um, it's actually not. Do you know you could do this in 48 hours? You could spend part of one day doing some light research, searching your knowledge, your skills, your passions, and then doing some of the research we talked about. You could spend another day updating your social media profiles, putting together a simple one-page landing page, simple Google form, and just throwing it out there. Like we're just throwing it out there. You don't need a thousand customers. You don't need to launch anything. You just need to throw it out there and see if people are interested in getting some help. And if they are, here's an application. Very simple. We could talk more. You could throw this out there in the next 48 hours. 
you'd be surprised how easy it is to land two $500 clients. Now, if you want a little more structure, if you want a little more detail on some of the technical stuff, download my Jumpstart Guide, the 30-Day Online Income Jumpstart Guide. That'll give you a four-week checklist to launching a mini group coaching program. It's a little bit different take on this, but it's going to give you more detail on finding people and some of the technical tools that I'm using. It's a free guide. So it's a good companion guide to what we talked about today. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash jumpstart. I would love to know from you, if you're watching on YouTube, leave me a comment below. Have you done one-on-one coaching? And if not, why? And are you going to take action on this and get your two coaching clients? I want to hear why. And I want to know what topic you're going to coach people in. After you do some of this research, what do you think is going to be the topic or area or niche you're going to coach people in? Let me know in a comment below. And if you have any questions about the coaching process, we can talk about it a little bit more in depth as well. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I hope this episode was helpful for you. I hope this gave you some insight and gave you a clear path to making your first thousand dollars online the lazy way. I'm excited to see what you then turn that into as you build an automated, scalable, profitable online business. See you soon.